0: Unlike Manny, we do have time. John and Jim with you here on the wrap-up show. We will be with you for at least the next hour. Um, I told you a month ago, we told you there's no such thing as a low point when you have a bad team, and the Padres are playing like um, you a know, bad team, and it was not a low point when they lost two days ago, and I don't know if tonight was a low point or not. Um, there will be a lot of discussion about this game, Jim, over the next hour, including Manny Machado's – Inability to speak with the media tonight, following another disappointing Padres loss. The um, the captain of the team not meeting with the media post game, and the Padres lose nine four. It's about more than just Machado. Obviously tonight, it's about really the direction of this franchise as well. So, John and Jim, with you here on the wrap up show. Please subscribe if you're here. Smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. We will get to all the Supers. If you want to vent, make sure to do it with the Super. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We know a couple of Supers have rolled in. We'll get to them momentarily. We appreciate your support. You can become a member as well. Um, For the season, as low as you can get. Losing to the Pirates in Pittsburgh tonight, 9-4. And we'll see what what happens from here, Jim. What do you always say? Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Well, besides that. Jim's an idiot.
1: Besides that, you say it could always get worse. It can always get worse. It can always get worse. You think think that this is rock bottom? Who says tomorrow, and knock on wood, God forbid, doesn't happen, but who says tomorrow someone doesn't get hurt? Like, things can always get worse. So to say this is rock bottom for this team, you could be right. This could be absolutely rock bottom for this team. But to put this team past not getting worse, I can't do. Like they can absolutely get worse because that's who they are. They're a team with no fight. They're a team that tonight I even turned to you today on the show when the game was happening. Because we John and Jim was on during the show and they went down five yep. three after being up three-nothing. I looked at you and I said, you know what? Honestly. This is the game that I want the Padres to be in. I want the Padres to be in a game on the road where they're trailing in a situation that you're in pretty close to must win. It's not absolute must win, but you're in a pretty close situation of like, you Mm -hmm. have to win this game. So I kind of, I want, I want to see how they respond. I want to see if this team has, has the fight in them that they need to get back in this thing. And then it got to 6 4, and then it got 7, and then it was 9 4, and it was kaput. And I just kind of hate to be proven right, but they showed no fight tonight, backed up by what Bob Melvin said post game yep. um, that the spirit wasn't there, and that the other team, what was the exact quote? that the other team, the, the other guys play with more spirit. I, I forget the exact point Um,
0: that. We scored three runs, had some good momentum. You give up three, but that shouldn't be it. You know, they come back with a couple, and then it just seemed like they had a little bit more spirit mm-hmm. the rest of the game than we did. I mean, translation, like you always say, yeah, <laughs> that goes to your point. I mean, I, I kind of fought back against the, hey, this team doesn't have any fight, but when the manager says the team doesn't have any fight, then the team doesn't have any fight. John,
1: this is at least the third or fourth time that Bob Melvin has – Called this team out in different ways. Oh yeah, absolutely. This isn't the first time that Bob Melvin has said these things about the team. This is the same thing over and over again, just using a different word to describe them. Mm-hmm. So, I I I mean, you're I'm at a loss for words. Honestly, it, it, it's a it's you're at a loss for words. And then I think it couldn't have gotten worse until I read what Manny said to AC tonight, and that. Pretty much, um, made
0: me lose my fucking mind. <laughs> Manny- so, okay, let me just let, let's just read it again. So it's it was Manny, who didn't speak with the media by the way Sunday, who is the captain of the team, and who said tonight to Kevin Ac, I don't have time. I haven't heard the audio. I don't know the circumstance. I don't know if he was literally boarding a bus. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell he was doing, but. When right. you read that, and you see the way this team is so listless, and that's the captain of the team, and he doesn't have time, that's not going to go over well. It's just not. And like you said, I mean, I don't, I don't
1: think AC would put things out of context. context. Like, Either do I? Not with Manny. Like I don't think he would do. We know AC; he wouldn't do that to put Manny in a bad light. If if Manny legitimately did not have time, or he was like. Hey man, I don't have time. I got to get like treatment or yeah, I got to Exactly. Go this there could be something yeah. something
0: like that, right? Well, he, then he should have completed the quote. If he says, Hey, I don't have time. I literally am seeing my brother or whatever. Yeah. That, that's completely different. But if the, if the direct quote is get out of my face, he didn't say, because I don't have time and just, you know, turned his back to him. I mean, who, who is going to be accountable for the team's performance. I mean, they go to Bob Melvin every single night. It's his job. He speaks with the media before and after every single game. He's literally required to do it. Manny Machado can be in, like a on the back of a milk carton for a month. You don't hear from him and the team isn't even playing well nor is he. At some point, you got to look yourself in the mirror. You got to be the bigger man. Fernando Tatis Jr. comments a lot. Joe Musgrove comments a lot. Manny Machado, I mean, this is big boy sports. You're paid handsomely. You've just got a 350 million dollar contract. When the going gets tough, we need to hear from you. I'm sorry. It's 100%. It I don't care if you are going to just repeat the same things
1: over and over and over again. I, applaud, right. I applauded Manny Machado last week on, I think it was Friday. Friday, for what he said and the accountability that he took for their play and telling Marty, look, it's not on the coaches. They do their job. It's not on Bob. He does his job. It's on us. We need to get this done. It's on us, and right now we're not performing. And I applauded Manny for that, for finally kind of putting onus on the players not getting it done this year. But as you have said, John, Manny can be pretty moody. One day you get one Manny, the other day you get another Manny. And to me, that's not a great thing to have if you're expected to be the leader of the team. You need to be pretty even keel the entire time. And to not speak on Sunday, okay. You're whatever. Maybe maybe he legitimately was doing something. Whatever, okay. But then to back it up and to to not speak again tonight, you're like like you said. I don't care if you say the same thing over and over again. You're the leader of this team. You talk, and you are the person that gives the 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 media like what a leader should give them, and that's what Manny failed to do tonight. And I've said this before. Manny, you know, you look at the team that in the 2019, he completely quit on them. That team completely quit on Andy Green. And Andy Green got fired. 2020, he played well, albeit it was 60 games, made the postseason. Everything was good. 2021, not a great year. Tingler got fired. Manny didn't have a really good season and Things kind of blew up everywhere. And then he had the blow up with Tatis in the dugout. 2022, it was great because he had a great season and they made the NLCS. Now he's having a shitty year, so he's taking everybody down with him. That's, to me, like, what is the problem with Manny Machado? He is such a go-with-the-win type of guy that when he's great, then everything was everything's great around him. When he's shit, he makes sure that everything around him is shit, it feels like.
0: Yeah, it's hard to, I think it's well said. I mean, it's hard to imagine that some of the team's issues that they're experiencing right now aren't tied to Manny Machado's issues. And you could take it further than just his on-field issues, potentially, if you wanted to, just based on comments like what you saw tonight or heard tonight Um, to Kevin Acey. Let me get to the first Super the night they rolled in from Rocket before the show. Rocket, thank you. Uh, Rocket, I was at this game tonight at PNC Park, and it's basically the same old team. As soon as the Pirates answered back with three runs, it was over. I mean, this is one of the, you know, here's what I was thinking about today, Jim, and this has nothing to do with Bob Melvin. It has nothing to do with Manny Machado. It has everything to do with the front office and the decision-making process. Do you know they could have pitched Blake Snell tonight on four days rest? And they would have still had everyone on full rest until Saturday where Darvish could have slid in. Now, he was ill, which is fine. That happens and isn't with the team. They could have pitched Blake Snell on four days rest. They elected not to. Snell's been great, obviously, recently. They wanted to give him the additional day, which they've been doing when available. And they elected to pitch Reese Kinnear. But you're four games under 500, and the calendar's about to flip to July, and you're not attacking – you know, you're, you're treating it like, well, you know, it's a long season. I mean, it's not going to be a very long season pretty soon if you lose the next two days.
1: so like honestly think?
0: That's got nothing to do with Melvin. It's got nothing to do with anyone other than the fact that Blake Snell didn't pitch on a normal four days rest today. Do you honestly think Blake Snell,
1: an impending free agent at the end of this year, is really going to be that guy
0: no, to no, go not, to Bob Melvin three be like – pitch me on four days rest but it's not three days four is normal rest he's on normal rest it's
1: it's 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 partially blake snell and it's also it, partially the team
0: i think i, I, don't, I don't know i don't know i'd love to hear the the line of thinking there now we haven't heard from aj preller since the reagan administration um <laughs> no, we did so, hear from him we heard from him one time from john hayman and that okay. was, he said, the team sucks because we can't hit. But what are we playing for? You know, are we playing for, well, you know, in August, in August, we're going to be watching Buffalo Bills training camp on NFL Network if we're not careful here. So, yeah, listen, I understand there's going to be times you need to make spot starts. They had the situation with Waka and shoulder fatigue. That's fine. That's nobody's fault. So pitch whomever the hell the knuckleballer is, and he pitch well. But now you got guys on normal rest, and now we're, let's uh, give them the fifth day. I mean, come on! Like you had a three nothing lead. You have a three nothing lead for Blake Snell in this game. You win. You have a three nothing lead for Reese Kinnear, and you're embarrassed. I don't know. Yeah. My two cents. I mean, it's like this goes back to I've said this for four years with this franchise. It's like even the sixty game seasons. Like, well, are you are you in this thing to win it, or are you in this thing to manage it and massage it? This team.
1: I'm just gonna say what Bob Melvin said. They just don't have any spirit. They they're, they they get down and they just say, "Well, we tried. No fight, nothing." I mean, how many double plays did they hit into tonight? In the oh, we'll of I mean, what first pitch swinging in the first inning? Tatis, I mean, third you inning. You can't light up a a a pitcher who is literally as old as you. He's older than me. I mean, he's, three months. He's forty three years old. He's older than John. And tonight <laughs> he looks way older than me. Tonight he made the Padres look silly. I know you're probably thinking, well, give up four runs. Um, he
0: do he did exactly what he needed to, needed to do. Did he get through six? I mean, they stuck with him in the sixth inning somehow, I think. Yeah, they did. I mean, through the full sixth inning, there's guys fuck, on dude. base. It
1: made no sense. It's a joke. It's an absolute joke what this team is doing right now. And it's and it's just, you know. The exclamation point was, was, I don't have time. What, 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 what do you, you, you got to do, Manny? You don't Okay, have time? good
0: segue for Juan Soto Walks. It says, I don't have time to, quote, unquote, jump on the bandwagon anymore. This is from Juan Soto Walks. Of course, it was Manny, I think infamously now, that said, you know, when we start raking, you're going to effing jump on the bandwagon. That was in April. Then we don't hear from him for a month. He doesn't hit. He gets hurt. Not his fault. And now there's this charade. This is a charade. I mean, this is June. These aren't dog days. This is June. This is the first half of the season. There are still more games to play than have been played. We haven't even touched the all-star break. The weather's not even hot. There's not, you're coming off an off day. Uh, You know, I mean, this is, this is inexcusable stuff. I mean, it really is that the way the team is acting and Melvin was asked specifically about that. Like, From Kevin, I thought it was fair. He's like, you know, they don't really seem like they're – I'm paraphrasing. They don't really seem to be jiving. They don't really seem to be into it. He's like, well, listen, and we've said this a million times, Jim. Well, when a team's not playing well or trailing, it's hard to really be rah-rah. But he's like, I I can't disagree with you. So he gave you the typical line, which is, well, it's kind of hard to be rah-rah, or to be into it when you're not hitting, you're not having success. But with all that being said, I mean, kind of what you're saying is, is true. I mean, it looks it looks flat. That's what Kevin said. He said hey, you guys look flat. I mean, do you feel that? And he's and how like, How could well, you be yeah. flat when you're playing against some of the worst teams in baseball? And you're coming off an you, off day,
1: and you're coming off an off day, and you know that you got to start winning baseball games. I mean, there's seven and a half games out of a wild card. Spot. It's a massive number. Obviously, they are double digits now.
0: Out, out of the division.
1: A, out of the division. They're done. The division's done. By the way, anybody that has hope for the division, you're ludicrous because this is over. The division title. Give me a break. Not I'll happening. make any bet anyone wants to make about the division. I'll literally bet you anything. Exactly. They're not winning the division. You're seven and a half out from the wild card, and you you're flat. You know the quote from Manny, and it's you know the 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 jump on the bandwagon quote. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have this happen now than down the road. Well. It's still happening. Uh, It's just don't jump on the bandwagon later when we start fucking raking and we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. You know what they're going to do? This is going to be typical, typical Padres. It's going to be September 2nd. They're nine and a half out from a wild card spot. And they're going to go win 11 of 12 and then give you a little bit of hope. Yeah, they'll be three and a half out. They'll, have, they'll be like three and a half or four out with like 13 to play. And then they'll lay down and die.
0: I don't know what to predict. I, I really can't. I can't predict it. I mean, that's almost like a decent scenario if they win 11 of 12 and pulled it within three games of a playoff spot that's with just, two weeks to play. That's just
1: typical Padres of, of, of winning when it doesn't matter.
0: You know, there's so many places to take this. I mean, the the truth is, I mean, you can't, I mean, even we can, you know, I I can't with any level of credibility say on June 27th that it's fully and completely over. I can't do that. But I can also be like, you know, you're watching the same team we're watching. I mean, does anyone have any faith in what they're watching? Mm Mm-hmm. To go on one of these, I mean, really, it's going to have to be a pretty special run. I think, I mean, to get to 89 wins, which is what they got to last year, they have to have a 627 winning percentage from here you on out. You have I mean, that's, to have like a win. It's kind of laughable. You have to win like 10 in a row twice the next Now, again, maybe, you know, do you have to win 89 games to get in? Well, the last wildcard team right now is pacing for 91 wins to get in, but does someone fall off? To t- I mean, who knows? You can't even worry about it. What you can worry about is, is not embarrassing the franchise every time you play by losing consecutive games to Nationals at home by getting embarrassed by a team that was one in twelve in their last thirteen games. You know what's wild to me?
1: Like I I follow uh, some people on Twitter who are Yankees fans, like they're national, like they they're Yankees fans, and they're they're pissed all the time about the Yankees play this year. And I'm and they're like myself, what like ten over, and I'm like. Let me check oh, they to must see be what, terrible, yeah. Like, let me see what the Yankees' record is because they must be fucking yeah, must horrible. be awful. They're forty three and thirty six, right? I mean, everybody in this chat right now, we have over four hundred people watching. Everybody in this chat would take a forty three and thirty six record right right now. I would like
0: give up, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I would like fast for a day. <laughs> so
1: you would eat. You would eat. You know? I
0: mean, if, yeah, if you could, if we could change all this right now and say, you know what, they're actually better than, than this, this is all a nightmare. A lot of people would would do a lot to change this thing.
1: But right now you're going down a path that is going to cause potentially, and I don't know what, where Peter Sather's head's at, potentially it's going to cause
0: massive, massive changes. I mean, we'll get into that because there's, I mean, there's just, we talked about the other day and we were right. I mean, who's going to be in charge of the trade deadline? What are they trying to accomplish, buy or sell? Is AJ probably the one that's going to be allowed to do that? If you made a change of GM, do you keep the manager? There's a zillion things to go through. There's a zillion things to go through. Right now, it's just a 9 4 loss to the Pirates. What are the repercussions of the way they're playing? I mean, it could literally alter the future of the franchise if this team plays this way for 162 games. Let's get to these supers. Guys, if you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. If you want to vent, we're going to get to every single super. If you want to control the direction of the conversation, click the dollar sign below the chat box. 619 camp. Thank you for your super. Thank you for your membership. He says, all I can say is, I mean, WTF. How are they not embarrassed? Where is Manny effing Machado? Let me just say this before we... Well, he doesn't have time, so... The part of it that actually is kind of utterly shocking is you're halfway through the season and... Manny Machado has a 700 OPS. I mean, it's one thing to, to be brash. It's one thing to say things that people don't like. We had it last year at Dodger Stadium on Manny F and Machado, right? But he had a good year. Or so. so he's been that person. But to have a 700 OPS with nine home runs at the halfway point, I mean, this is, utter, this is crazy. This, this is crazy. He's in the prime of his career. I mean, is it hand-related? Is it back-related? Is it lower body-related? I got no clue, but – He's responsible for his performance because he's the captain of the team. And if this, you know, if this continues into the second half, it's by far the worst season of his career, and there is no close second. If they don't make the postseason, if Manny doesn't have a, you know, turnaround here of like
1: biblical proportions, like some massive turnaround here, and I don't hear at the end of the season it was I take full blame for this year. I I needed to be better and i i'm the captain of this team and i bear responsibility for how we played then i'm kind of over man i mean that's just i mean got to have some awareness here dude I'm, and you're here for another 10 years after this 11 actually right or is it 10? 10 10 years after this so you're going to have to deal with this the, the ups and downs and the emotional roller coaster of Manny Machado you're just going to have to deal with if you're a Padres fan but the first year of this mega contract and you're doing this shit for a team that is probably never going to have the same amount of talent on it ever
0: again because of the payroll. It's never going to be higher. And they didn't sign you for the 2031 and 32 and 33 seasons and 34. Right. They signed you for this year and they
1: already
0: had them this year. like no, Honestly, 2031, 32, and 33 will be miserable failures of that contract, but you have to produce in the first half of these 11 years because you're 30 and you have to make good – because the the end of this deal is going to look bad. The end of the Bogart deal is going to look bad. Oh, right? horrible. So yes. horrible. So w- the 340 or whatever it was, 34350 is actually and whatever it is per year, 34 per year 30 whatever it is. It's actually more because you're you're banking on the first 5 years. You're not banking on the last 5 years. Well, this is one of those first 5 years. This is 20% of the first 5 years mm-hmm. and he hasn't he hasn't produced. So it's he, very he It's a very odd the way they've handed out these contracts. Whoever you want to hold accountable, Peter Seidler, AJ Preller, front office, analytic, whatever they've done. I mean, it's going to leave room for a a crazy amount of second guessing because they've stretched these things out for so long. They tried to lower the AAV, and they they're paying everyone until they're forty years of age. I mean, it's those don't typically work out. I mean, name name an example of guys that are you know worth thirty five million dollars in their age forty season in the history of baseball, Barry Bonds you know there's yes. not a lot no i can't off the top of my head right now in the new new era of baseball right post-steroid yeah you know i either can i um like just just to entertain it for two seconds just because yeah like yeah barry bonds in age 42 season had a 480 on base but come on right you know what are the odds that manny machado is going to be that in age 42 um mark thank you It says time for blood i've always got time for that i mean it's I think it would be short-sighted to fire the manager in the middle of the season. What'll, what will it accomplish and what power are you giving to A.J. Preller? I think it would be short-sighted to fire A.J. Preller unless you had something lined up. You can't do it right now. It. You can't. just doesn't make any sense. It's organizational suicide. Unless you're hiring your future, your future president of baseball operations in June, you just can't do it. you got to bite your tongue, bite the bullet, and see where you are October 1st. Yeah, as as tough as that
1: is, as, as much as Preller deserves this blame, you cannot by any means get rid of him until at the earliest the end of the year. No, no. Like it would be organizational suicide to get rid of him two weeks before the draft and then a month before the trade deadline. Mm hmm. No chance, and that's why they're
0: not fair. going to. I mean, there are no chance, and no. but I see it, I see it on so, fire, Preller, fire, Melvin. That's
1: for after the season, and yeah. And I, and I said, too, I said, Look, I'm not going to definitively say that the Preller needs to go until we see a full year, but I'm you can probably guess where I'm leaning towards with Preller at after extension? all of this. Mm, probably not. <sighs> you give him the whole year, you give, you, I give him the whole year, you get, I give him the whole year, and then we'll make a definitive call on what yeah, I because, think they, what they should, they should do with Preller, but until because then, otherwise who who's in charge. Yeah. You're not going to, what are you
0: accomplishing? And then, and then by the way, someone's in charge for two months and then you hire someone else. And they're like, Oh, I don't really think that or, I don't think we should have gone there with those picks. Oh, I would have moved Josh Hader. Oh, you kept them.
1: Yeah. Imagine the guy comes. Imagine they fire Preller and they have Josh Stein and then Josh Stein's like, OK, and his
0: trade's like trades like what are we doing? And that's here? not going to happen. I mean, Peter Seidler's going to have oversight. Obviously, he's going to need to at the trade deadline. Rocket, thank you again. He says before today, Austin Hedges had not been on base four times in the game since yeah. 2019. It's poetry seeing him stick it to us as usual from an ex-Padre. What a joke. I mean, that is incredible that he can reach base safely four times in a game. You know, and that kind of summarizes the fortune of the Padres right now. It really that's, that's, does. I mean to go up three nothing on the worst team in baseball, the team that's playing the worst in baseball, and then to immediately give it back, and then to really not fight. Now it was six three, they made six four, had second and third, two outs or base hit away from a tie. They didn't come through. I think Grisham grounded back to Rich Hill. Those I mean they've been terrible in those spots with runners in scoring position. It's kind of, you know, on brand, to be honest, with what happened from there on out uh michael thank you for your super guys if you're here we do appreciate the supers thank you for your support of the channel click the dollar sign below the chat box padres really embarrassed the last three days by the nationals and the pirates i mean the nationals and the pirates it's, it's not the dodgers the pirates it, yeah the pirates were one in 12 in the last
1: 13 games hitting 100 with men in scoring position and they scored they scored a combined six runs in the last five home games they scored nine tonight because the Padres like, have no
0: fucking pitching depth, and they have to throw, yeah, throw out Reese like Kiner was pitching. Yeah, I mean, who did they even throw in this game? And how does this impact them tomorrow? So let me see: Kinnear two innings, Carlton three innings, in an inning and two thirds, Honeywell an inning and a third. But you don't have Stephen Wilson who went on the IL. So that's like, what I said today. I said yeah. that's
1: going to be something that was way bigger than losing
0: Yu Darvish for a start. Well, I don't know about that because I think well, if Yu Darvish starts yeah, this true. game, you win tonight potentially potentially if you give you Darvish a three, nothing lead, I feel a lot better about that than the way Reese Kinnear pitched. tonight. He's got a 16 ERA in the big leagues this year. Reese Kinnear. Wilson, you sent the game winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4:55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it?
1: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point.
0: every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just six dollars limited time only price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer single item at regular price Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. uh michael thank you uh with 83 games left can they win 52 just have the same record as last year is that enough for another postseason I keep the faith all right a couple things michael and thank you for the super is there any reason to believe the Padres can close 52 and 31 no nope they can't go 31 and 31 over the last 62 games nor close to it so do I believe they can go 52 and 31 I mean is it possible of course it's possible is it probable no it's unlikely let's be honest then the question is it enough for the postseason no guarantee it could be or it could not be. You imagine that they go 52 and 31 and miss out. I mean, that, that's that's where they've put themselves. Where 52 wins doesn't guarantee them the postseason. You know, I'm not I'm not punning on the season at this point because you know, get to the trade deadline and see if you've made something of the, the next month. But you get to the trade deadline, you're in the same spot, Jim. And I mean, all eyes for me are on 2024 and how on earth you're gonna position yourself. For for next season. I mean, if you get to the trade deadline, five games under 500, eight games out of a playoff spot, I'm thinking about 2024. You're going to have to deal with the Dodgers, who you can't
1: beat. Let's be real here. You can't beat the Dodgers. Um, the Giants, who you couldn't beat this past week. You look pretty inferior to them. The Marlins, they're probably the one team you might say, oh, they could fall off, Yeah, but they're playing really good. Yeah. Philadelphia, who was in the World Series last year, and they sold the same core with them. I mean, they're not probably going to go anywhere. And then the Arizona, who is leading the division, who if they happen to fall off, they're going to be right in the wild card race.
0: And you are ten games back of them. Yeah, like making up ten games in eighty. I mean, think about that. You know, Arizona goes thirty-five and forty-five, and you got to go forty-five and thirty-five. And by the way, you're still well behind the Giants and the Dodgers because. Yeah, so, it, the math doesn't work. I mean, the division math doesn't work. Does the no. wildcard math work? If you go 52 and 31, maybe. But 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 here's the thing, though, John. We might be looking at the
1: math right now, but I'm looking at the teams. This ain't like you have to take on teams that have never done, been there before. You're facing off against the Dodgers, who you literally, no matter what, you're not going to beat them. You're just not. Because they own you. The Giants, they're just a better team than you. The better organization than you
0: right now, the Marlins. Maybe you could because
1: they're but kind of an upstart about,
0: team. It, but it's less about them, and I agree. Everything, everything you're saying could be spot on. But I'm saying I can't concern myself with the Giants or anyone or the Phillies. If the Padres somehow in this fake universe went fifty two and thirty one, I'll let the chips fall. Is my point right? Yeah, but what? But who says that the other teams? In front of you, yeah, but don't but go. They may because because 89 wins with six teams making the postseason, and it they seems still make, logical. And they
1: could still technically miss the
0: postseason if they win eighty-nine games by three or four games. Three or four is aggressive. I, I don't think the last playoff spot's gonna be ninety-two wins. That that seems high. Maybe. But l- last year was eighty seven. Is that going up by five wins this year? That seems like a huge number. But yeah, could it be ninety? I mean, the point's valid. That's what I'm saying. You go fifty-two wins isn't going to guarantee it. I think I would let the chips fall. If someone told me right now the Padres can close fifty two and thirty-one, I'll fast forward. Me too. I'll hit I'll hit the what uh, what happened.
1: I'll do sim season. I'll be like, oh yeah, cool. 89 wins, boom, sim season. Because if we don't
0: simulate it, they might win 69 games. Yeah, where are they at? Are they in the postseason? I want to see right now, right, James. Thank you. He says, uh, "I think the clubhouse tension has a lot to do with how things are going. Hopefully, swapping a few players at the trade deadline will get us into gear." James, thank you for the super. I don't, I don't think it's going to work like that. Um, and I think if they're continuing to play poorly at the trade deadline, I don't think they're trying to really position their twenty-six man roster to make the postseason. I, I don't, I don't think they'll chase it down if the writing is literally on the wall and they're eight games out of a playoff spot. I that's like we keep talking about like organizational suicide. This that's just egregious. Why would you do that? I mean, if you're eight games out of a playoff spot, you're not going to make the postseason because it's just not going to happen. So we'll see. I mean, I think here's what I would say, James if the team can produce before the deadline, they'll make Peter Seidler and AJ Preller make a decision. But if the team just plays like this for the next month, why on earth would Peter Seidler and AJ Preller give up any asset for 2023? Anything, and if they
1: are in a spot, say they're like seven games out from a wild card spot, not the end of the world, but it's also like huge hill to climb. Huge. Are they going to sit, Pat, or are they going to say, mm, "What we've seen this year, we don't believe that they can be back in this thing, so we're actually going to trade Snell. And we're going to trade Hater, and that's well, the, I think that's the smart decision. That's the decisions that they're going to be having to make if they are at like some. Gray area, you know, like the six, seven game range out of a playoff spot. I mean, if you're 12 out, you're definitely selling. Well, there's no 12. Yeah. I mean, 12 out, Jesus, you know, 10 out. I mean, if you're double yep. digits out, you're, you're, you're selling. But I mean, like five, six range, you're like thinking to yourself, maybe we could do
0: this. Yeah. Even though no, they've shown you nothing it. that, that, that could support that. You want to, you want to mortgage anything for now. If, if you're, you know what I mean, though? Like, yeah, you're right. At five out, it's, it's, very possible but like you're willing to put more your like in future on the table you're going to put you're not putting jackson Merrill, ethan sales but any of it you're gonna put a ball pitching prospects on the table you're gonna put position player prospects and A-ball on the table to go chase down 2023 and 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 does this clubhouse if they're five six seven out of a wild card spot at the trade
1: deadline do they even deserve any help like do they deserve the front office who i mean Gets the blame and put, and put them in this position. Like, do they deserve them to be rewarded and
0: get the best of But do, but but do Padres fan, I mean, but do fans like the, the, the like collateral damage and all of this? And we were talking about oh, today, dude. I think, all fair is like, like, we feel so bad so, <laughs> collectively for everyone that has been with us day in and day out. And the fact that we, how much time and effort and money do we put into this product? And we get it, it's sports, it's not always perfect. You know, if you were only a sports fan because your team won, you wouldn't. there wouldn't be a lot, a lot of sports fans. Right, but, right. like, this has been so disappointing that do the Padres owe it to their fan base to not punt on this season and not trade Josh Hader and not trade Blake Snell and say, you know what? It's not good, and we're not going to mortgage our future and trade, you know, everyone away for 2023. But do we hold on to Snell and Hader and say, you know what? Maybe we'll play well in August and September. Because we are gonna draw three million fans. Is it fair to the fan base to kick this down the road to 2024? I mean, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered. It it's it, it
1: wouldn't be. Um, but you can't always do thing. you have to do something you have to do what's right for the organization, first and foremost. the the, the betterment of the organization. Now it, it can be sure. said, like, does he even AJ Pearl know how to do that with the with this organization? Because he hasn't done anything yet as far as far as You know, build for the future and make this thing as sustainable and a winner, and no drama. Like the the I mean, the environment of the Padres organization is just built on one word. It's toxic. It, It it feels like this whole organization is just this toxic organization that can't get anything right. And when that happens, there has to be a clean like there has to be a cleanse of some sort. Even with the Cardinals this year. Completely just shitting the bed. Would you say that the organization that organization has been toxic over the years?
0: Or no, would it's not be- going to cost John Mozelak? I wouldn't think his job either. Would be my would guess. Would this just be manager? like
1: actually on the players for the Cardinals?
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess things. Listen, if you're good nine out of ten years, then you can have the tenth year. When, when you're not good nine of every ten years, you can have the tenth year. Up Yeah, more to interpretation. Uh, We need to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, in a moment, and we will. We thank you guys for hanging out. If you're here, please subscribe. Thank you for the super chats as well. Uh, Richard, I'll get back to your super in a moment. We do want to remind you, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance is the title sponsor of the wrap-up show. Without your support, we can't do this. Without Mark's support, we cannot do this either. He's been with us since day one. He's a great insurance agent. You can take it from us. I got my homeowners, my earthquake, my life insurance policy through Mark. Here's his website. You can click the link in the description down below to get to his website and get a free quote online, whatever you need. Mark's your guy, San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan, as frustrated as we all are. And the next time you have a renewal need or a new insurance policy you're looking for information on, you can get free quotes from Mark. We'll talk to you about the Padres' struggles We'll talk to you about how to save money. He can save you $750 or more just by switching insurance. If you have a claim like I did last year, he'll save you so much money and time. He's a great insurance agent, great service and communication. And again, if you support our channel, if you support our work, please support our local partners, including our title sponsor here on The Wrap-Up Show, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information
1: always is above my head. Nimitz at FarmersAgent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from The Wrap-Up Show sent you. I have, right, thank uh, you, Mark. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking of like the future of the Padres, um, this is from one of the uh, San Francisco Giants beat reporters. Mm. Kind of point to like at the trade, like what the Padres might do if this thing blows up in their face, yeah. which is kind of right in front of them. He said, the Padres have done nothing but build up and tear down under Preller. We forget that because lately they've just built up and up and up. But if they continue to uh founder, flounder. What? Well, he said founder. But okay. flound, he meant he flounder. Mm-hmm. Why the heck wouldn't they trade Soto at the deadline? They'll never have a better chance to reload.
0: Yeah, no, that 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 to that to me is like trying to pull off like a 40 chess move and getting beat on like the first move of your pawn. And let me explain why. He's not a free agent at the end of the year. You've sold three million tickets in 2023 you ain't selling anywhere near 3 million tickets in 2024 if you start selling off pieces like Juan Soto I mean because then you're telling your fan base we're, we're further away it's down the line you can't to Juan Soto's 25 it is or, organizational negligence to move Soto and give 15 year deals to 30 year old players so Soto stays for me because Soto even despite all of this Jim is a positive, that positive, a 900 OPS player who's 24 years of age. So you're going to punt on 2024 because your 2023 sucks to rebuild for when? You're, so you're going to go build up that farm to play with Manny Machado when he's 34 years old, with Xander Bogarts when he's 34, with Hugh Darvish when he's 39, with Joe Musgrove when he's 33? No, not me. I'm going to go win. I'm going to go try to win in 2024.
1: What if someone offers you the same trade package that you offer to the Nationals
0: to get Soto. This The same is is still a, an unknown. I mean, nobody has any clue what those players are going to be in the long run. Mackenzie Gore, I just you mean know, like you're... That caliber number, of player? Number one, two, three, four, five prospects in, a, in an organization. You and I both know it won't happen with a year and a half left, no, and he hasn't I been know. the 1,100 OPS player. He's not Shohei Otani. I know um, it but, but because they're not going to get that back, I'm not moving them. And even if I did get that back, but don't you get my point? I'm getting the one, two, three, and four best prospect. Well, then why did I just spend two hundred million dollars on Xander Bogarts and Manny Machado? I'm gonna have a bunch of twenty four year olds come up together and play with a thirty four year old core. I I'm I'm just asking a question.
1: I'm just saying. Come like, on, Jim. Fucker, they're just asking. Um, like, hey, would you do it? If I'm not. I got a package one, so, no. of
0: similar to what you traded away for. No, here's what I'm doing. I'm holding one soda. And if I suck again in 2024, the deadline, I move them and I cut my losses. Um, Richard. Thank you. He says difference between Kershaw and Manny Kershaw will answer the media, no matter the outcome. He will stand in front of his locker and give sincere answers. I mean, literally they put like a meme of him on the video board. And the next day he was like, I'm cool with it. I get it. I didn't pitch. Well, they can do it. Padres are 19 and 27 cents. It's the memes fault. It's the memes fault. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, that video guy, like I might be like... You're, you're fired. I'm like checking my email every day like, is everything cool? <laughs> um, Big Yan SD, thank you. He says, Silo needs to do something. Perler has to go. Tired of these overpaid diva players with no heart. Sorry, Padres fans. But we got played this year. I mean, it does feel like that. Like, he did get played. It really does. Sold a bill of goods from FanFest on. Yeah, and it's
1: the players that have completely... Shit the bed. Um, you know. Yeah, it's it's bad all around.
0: They they suck. <laughs> all right, let me uh, move on here. Thank you again, Big SD. Thank you, Zach, for your very Thanks, generous Zach. super as well. Thank you, guys. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to it all tonight. Padres lose in Pittsburgh to fall five games under five hundred, matching a low watermark for the season. They're seven and a half games out of a playoff spot, ten and a half games out of first place in the National League West. Uh, he says, for our mental health, all 23 expectations need to be way lowered. Can't drop Soto till 24 deadline. Thank you. Um, get lucky and get rid of one of our bad contracts. Mm-hmm. LOL. Bomell 5050, AJ out in October.
1: Here's the thing about lowering expectations. If you lower expectations, then everything's fine. <laughs> you know, like, that's not what this season was about or the next season or the season after that or the season after that or the season after that the expectations now are world series mm-hmm. and to lower those expectations is loser
0: mentality oh but you and i but the expectations are a world series right now but going into the year they were they're going into the year they've changed sorry but i mean it's not because, me, of, it's because of their performance.
1: If you're telling me that you need to lower your expectations and be just content with not about being content. maybe they've been competing for a, a playoff spot, that's not it. It's not it. It's no, I agree.
0: But, I mean, remember uh, we said Friday, I think they had a 40% chance of making the postseason. Today they had a 34% chance of making the postseason. They lose game one to the Pirates. They're down to 28% <laughs> per fan <laughs> so they were at 95%. But if community. they win tomorrow, then they're back up to 40%. They're up to like – I mean – Everyone knows where this is heading unless unless something pretty special happens. And if they collectively dig out of this together over a period of time. And yes, they have. It's so stupid to say, yeah, there's enough baseball games to technically do it. But we haven't seen anything in the first 79 to lead us to believe that it's on its way. Uh, JD's third, thank you for the super. Says AJ Tingler Preller needs to go now, period. It's not going to happen. It won't.
1: It won't happen now. As much as you guys want it to happen, it just won't. Um, the pressure will be definitely put on uh, Peter Siler to make a move if they don't turn this around. That's for sure. And you're going to see it from the paper, from us, from fans. Like You'll see, probably hear a lot of fans that won't renew season tickets this offseason because of it. And then Seiler's going to have to make a decision that Is this acceptable or not? Or is he going to once again deem shit like this a fluke like he did 2021? I don't think he
0: can this year. I don't think he can. Uh, Scott, thank you for the super. Uh, Very kind. He says, where is Peter Seidler? Should he pull a Ray Kroc and grab the mic next home game? Thanks, John and Jim. Thank you, Scott. I don't think you're going to get the Steve Cohen epiphany. The buck stops with me. I'm talking to the New York media Wednesday at 3 p.m. tweet. I really I love don't. that. <laughs> and by the way, and Jim mentioned that we talked about this today. Like you asked, like, don't you really want to hear from Peter Seiler? I'm like, with all due, re- I think Peter Seiler is a very well polished, you know, professional sports owner. I don't think he's going to make many missteps um, publicly when he speaks. I don't, I'm not, what would he say? He he's would take responsibility. Color. Yeah. He'd take responsibility and say, you know, I still believe he's a, he's an optimist to his credit. He would say there's enough time. We have a team I trust in AJ, and I think we're going to put this thing together. That's what he would say now. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he wouldn't have a different opinion in October. He's not. He's not going to vilify this team in June when he's got forty-one thousand tickets sold for Monday night against the Angels. 100%. So, but he will in October potentially. Although we don't know
1: the the next time that Peter Seiler is going to speak is either after they win a World Series or when they're eliminated. And, you know, he he might talk before that, but I think that you won't hear true feelings from Peter Seiler until this thing is done this year. Because like you said, John, he is, and we've met him before, or I've met him, like he's just, he's so optimistic. And you hear him on the radio all the time. He is so optimistic. You hear him on, you know, press conferences. Yep. The guy just exudes optimism. So there's no way he's going to come out And go on any radio show or have any press conference at Petco and blast this team. That's just not his style. He won't do that. So I I would love to hear from Peter Siler because it would make amazing content. But at the same time, he won't say anything. So then it probably won't make amazing content. Like if it were Ron
0: Fowler or potentially tomorrow, Steve Cohen. I agree with you. By the way, is there something that we haven't thought about that could potentially turn the season around that you don't even know about? I do know that they could turn the season around, John. Padres overalls.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Wait, I go. Could that be the missing piece? Yeah, I don't know about that,
1: John. To be honest with you. Either do I. I, I love FOPO, but uh, don't know about this one, guys.
0: Click the link pinned in the top of the chat. If you want if to you look at those five people, yeah. Available while supplies last. Use promo code WrapUpShow ten. Supplies WrapUpShow one zero. <laughs> <laughs> In all caps, <laughs> WrapUpShow ten get ten percent off. No, this is apparently like the uh, merch item of the summer. Sure, uh, you just, you're, reading the, you're reading the copy points. <laughs> I'm, that's what I was told. It's the merch item of the summer, dude. Get that thing off the screen. I want to see Melvin rock that tomorrow.
1: Hey, if, if rocking that means the Padres would win like five games in a row, I'd wear
0: it. I think they're coming for you, for us, to be honest.
1: It's just so <laughs> funny. Like, hey, hey, this team, can they win five games in a row? Dude, they haven't won three games. They've won four games in a row this year. What the fuck? They haven't, they haven't swept the series yet. How the fuck do you think this team is going to win
0: like 10 out of 11? That's the 2024 City Connect overalls. First Honestly, overall team. better. <laughs> Click the link pinned in the top of the chat it. if you want them. What'd you say? I said honestly, those overalls are better than the City Connect. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> uh, James, thank you. He says Machado's contract is backloaded, so he's only making thirteen million for the first three seasons of the contract. I guess. Oh, great! Just playing like a thirteen million dollar player this season. Well, it's factual. It gives them more flexibility for salary and payroll now. It doesn't impact their average annual valuation, which is based on dividing the years by the total contract. So. He they might really technically be taking up. home 13 million this year, but his AAV is 31 or 33 or whatever the number is this yeah. year.
1: Yeah, they, they I mean, you're potentially looking at this like shit, 36, 30. It's just like a 35 year old Manny Machado. That contract is going to look
0: really bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know that yet. It's possible. It, it's it is possible. possible. Or it's probably, he, he's been such a good hitter in his career that there's reasons to believe his bat plays. Into his mid to late thirties, I don't think he plays at thirty nine forty. Like this is a this is a weird outlier. Like he should not be playing like this at this age, right? Can you explain to me why this
1: year Manny Machado
0: can't hit right handed pitching?
1: Can't hit right handed pitching, and it was before life. the injury too. If his life can't if his life depended on it, he cannot hit right handed pitching. I'm trying to look up this stat right here. It's crazy. Too much war's put out today. WRC plus for players. Yep. Manny has a 66
0: WRC plus against right-handed pitching. Right, which is awful. I mean, 100s league average. So he's, you know, 34% <laughs> worse than league average against right-handed pitching. And he sees 70% right-handed pitching. And it makes no sense. He killed right handed pitching last year. I mean, what? And we uh, talked about it a month ago. I I remember talking about it a month ago. Like he like, cannot hit right handed pitching. And sorry, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna blame this on like a potential hand thing. No, he was before the hand. He, he wasn't hitting right-handed pitching. Well, he that. has he hasn't he's hit, hit left-handed pitching. He's, he's he actually he's left-handed hit left-handed pitching. Yeah, which makes sense. But he last year really hit right handed I mean, you have to hit right-handed pitching. You can't be a good. You can't be a regular if you can't hit right-handed pitching. Um, Todd, thank you. He says I blame this downfall on Padres Twitter. Why? <laughs> don't blame. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Not that it's always the perfect environment, but I, I get it. Padres Twitter is frustrated, like everyone here is frustrated, and we got a good portion of Padres Twitter with us here mm-hmm. tonight, live or on replay. Carson, thank you. He says, uh, "What could we get for Waka, Snell, Hader? You get a real return. I mean, Snell is pitching extremely well, even as a rental. You get real return for him. Josh Hader, rental. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you get you get you can get some top ten prospects in there for a combination of those players. Absolutely, even for rental."
1: Here's another thing, too. If they did trade Waka, Snell, and Hader, like they don't have anybody ready in the minors to come up and like get a shot. Yeah, but who cares? Like, if I you know, trade
0: them, your season's over.
1: Right. It's true. I get it. But it's like, hey, we got to see Reese Kinnear every fifth day from now on. We Basically, gotta see fucking Matt Waldron every fifth day. Yeah, we like that knuckleball. I mean, it's going to, I mean, at that point, we might, I mean, I don't know how, John, honestly, bro, if they trade Waka, Snow and Hader, and we have to talk about fucking Waldron and Brace Kinnear, I'm Dude, not that's doing what, the show. You, Yes, I'm you not, are. I'm not well, doing the show. Well,
0: you're only in it for when they're 20 games over 500? No, you're doing the damn show. Oh, f- I mean, you really want, I
1: mean, we're not going to, okay, I'll tell you right now, everybody. If that happened, I
0: will guarantee you, we will not talk about the games.
1: We're We're not talking about. about,
0: Have we mentioned one thing that happened tonight? No. I mean, they scored three runs in the second inning, which was impressive. They had some hits with men in scoring position. Reese Kinnear gave everything back, threw way too many pitches, got a third inning. I don't think he should have. He got no outs. That's going to be just, that's going to be tough. But maybe. um, I'm not going to quit on you
1: guys. You're right. I'm not quitting on you. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jim's quitting. No, I'm not quitting. (laughs) i'm here i'm here for the long haul we're gonna be talking about fucking reese kinnear starts in august and september
0: baby um john thank you he says uh their f war coming into today was on par with the dodgers and giants and higher than the blue jays yankees and orioles phillies astros marlins thoughts yeah i'll give you thoughts um first of all ballpark factors are a nightmare for the padres it's hard to hit at petco um are you asking me or us if it adds up? I don't think it does add up. Their pitching would tell you that this team should be a lot better than they've been. The offense will show you signs of life. If you just looked at the June overall numbers, it wouldn't show them to be like a bottom five offense because they haven't been in June. I just think they're terrible in one run games. They're terrible in extra innings. They're not clutch, right? We're not putting clutch statistics in there with F four. So those are my thoughts. Yeah, you know, maybe I, the Giants I, are winning one-run games. Maybe the Giants are winning extra-inning games.
1: I don't care if they have a better f 4 than all of the teams that you just named. There, guess what their record is? They're five games under 500, and they're seven and a half out of a wild-card spot, and the division is kaput,
0: done. Right. So their F-record is 37 and 42. Right. What's exactly? Which is all that matters. But it's fair. I get the point. I mean, it's like how does it? It doesn't add up. What well, here's. Doesn't. Here's what adds up. They can't hit with men on base. F4, I don't know if it's taking into consideration or not, right? It's one thing to hit. It's another thing to hit in clutch situations. And they're the worst clutch hitting team in baseball, and it's not close. Um, Todd, thank you. He says, how do you guys really feel about Padres Twitter? I, I enjoy it. It creates a lot of content for shows like John and Jim and, and this. I'm, it's, they're, it's hilarious. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a... I, I think
1: yeah. there's a faction of Padres Twitter. And there's a faction of every fan base. Right. They're complete losers. But like... That those are outliers, and that's yeah, I agree. You know, you, you see people all the time saying shit that you're like, "Whoa, dude!" uh, Yeah, I don't want to associate with you. Sure, but then, but then there's other people that are like, just they're just funny and they're just kind of you know, fun follows. So, yeah, it's there are people that are idiots and there are people that are entertaining,
0: and then there are people that are downright like disrespectful. And then there are people that support our partners like our friends over at Aura, or Their co-founder, Will, is a San Diegan and a lifelong Padres fan. This is a great company with offices right here in Liberty Station in San Diego. You can get free shipping on U.S. subscription orders over $50, an amazing company with all plant-based nutritional products, including the probiotic I've taken every single day from Aura for over a year. My wife's been taking their product for five or six weeks, maybe longer. Now at this point, you take it for digestion, heart, mental health. There's a million reasons to take a probiotic. They have them at Aura. They're plant-based. They have proteins for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils. If you take fish oils, you can take the omega-3 from Aura. They have sleep pills, immunity pills. Go to the website, click the link in the description down below, or just go to ora.organic. You can shop and browse as you watch or listen to the wrap-up show, but a great company. Everyone's looking to get healthier this year, yourself, your family, your friends. If you're looking to get healthier, if you want to support our channel and support a local business, please check out ORA.organic.
1: Yeah, go there right now. Check out some of our supplements. Uh, They have everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. Summer has already begun. If you want to look good and feel good this summer, um, go to ORA, organic. And uh, when you pick up some of their supplements, you will uh, feel good about yourself and you'll thank us later.
0: Yeah, I know Fernando really struggled tonight. Um, you know, overall, as I pull it up, and you know, he he's a hot hot cold guy. He can be. I mean, overall, he's going to eight eighty one OPS, two eighty batting average, over five tonight. Multiple ground ball double plays. I want to say multiple. Um, so you know, I mean, he's also missed a year in the twenty games and other excuses. But I don't think Tatis is really accountable for this and mess.
1: Here is a perfect example of how this team just isn't in the right mindset right now. Okay. I forget what ending it was. Let me look real quick. It I, whatever. I whatever ending. Okay. Runner on second. Shallow fly ball to left center. Mm-hmm. Soto, instead of throwing the second through home. Through home, the runner advanced to second and put that man in scoring position, and Xander Bogarts is in shallow left, like this. And you hear Mud be like, "What?" Like translation for what Mud wanted to say: "What the fuck are they doing?"
0: But can I say this, and you're right, okay, 100 right. But can I say this in Juan Soto's defense? He's not good in the outfield. <laughs> like it's well, not still, because they're 37 and 42. He would have made the same mistake. But
1: it's, but it's basic.
0: Yeah, Fuck but they me. make the. I'm telling no. you, Juan Soto. I, we watched last year when this team was good, and he was—he's not a good outfielder.
1: But that—that that to me, that just can't happen. That doesn't happen with good teams. That doesn't happen. It shouldn't with, with guys that have played the outfield for their entire career. You see, see, the guy's going to score. You're not throwing him out. You do not have a a arm like Vladimir Guerrero. I'm sorry, you don't you got to make sure that that runner doesn't take the extra back to second. Correct.
0: Yeah. It's a play that you could expect someone like Tatis to make with limited experience. And he made it.
1: I don't expect in, anybody. I don't expect anybody to make that play for you. Well,
0: I think it's excusable with Tatis, like the first 10 games of the season where like, he's a deer in headlights, right? He missed 20 games, missed a year. doesn't play outfield. But now Tatis is field position Well, Soto, on you know, I don't know. Soto's not there for his defense, but I, the point's valid. I mean, the point's valid. I mean, they, they have to clean up the way they've played because they're not playing clean baseball, and it looks even worse losing every single night. Um, Scott, thank you. He says, Okay, John and Jim, you're the new GM for the Padres in 2024. What moves do you make?
1: Ooh. <laughs> I like this one.
0: want to go first? Not pretty. Well, yes because I would say this, Scott, the reason I don't think it's the greatest job in baseball heading into 2024 is your hands are tied. Got a system with low level talent that will develop over the next two years, two to three years. And then you got a major league roster that you are held captive to for a significant period of time. And I'm not talking about like two, one bad deal. And they're not even about being bad, but machado long deal bogart's long deal darvish long deal musgrove long deal tatis long deal i mean you can't even put your stamp on the damn thing that's 65 percent of the payroll here's i mean i don't know if it is but you get my point here's here's what i do
1: this is like a like long list of things you got you get rid i get rid of trent grisham i get rid of Austin Nola, every catcher you have on, on the roster, I get rid of. No catcher, twenty twenty four. Luis saw no. no. <laughs> Just throw the ball at the umpire. Yes, <laughs> but but the thing is, I'm I'm getting a catcher. Is what I'm saying is like I'm getting rid of all these mm-hmm. guys. I'm Getting rid of that, I'm trying to trade Jake Cronenworth. I'm trying to, if I can. I mean, no one's gonna. I mean. The Bogarts thing just kind of—I don't—I don't know if he's going to age well, man. I just yeah, but don't. you're not trading Xander Bogarts after the first year. Yeah, you can't. But like that's—that's that's, that's what I'm doing. I, I'm, right. getting a, I'm getting a, a center fielder. I'm getting all new catchers. I'm getting a first baseman, and those are, moves are easier said than done. But if you can get off all of that and get off of some money from from the stuff that you paid uh, Cronworth. I don't know. I mean maybe, right? But you have so much to do here. You have so much to do here. That, that's why I'm like
0: and not to not to like honestly not to kick AJ Perler out of the job while he has it, although most of the people here probably would do that. So it's not like the most egregious thing I can do or the most but like even thinking about like candidates I just don't know how desirable it is. I think there's there's reasons to really like it because They've committed with a significant payroll. Um, I think ownership is obviously rock solid under Peter Seiler. And then there's reasons not to like it as much because, again, can you put your stamp on it when they've committed so much spending in future years to veteran players? Like, I don't know. I mean, is it this dream opportunity for 2024? I mean, first of all, the next guy that gets it's going to want like a six-year deal because he's going to say, well, these first two years are got to clean some of this up. You know how it's going to be sold. I mean, I don't know. But I have to go get an experienced GM that has won like a World Series. I got to go get – I mean, it's going to be easier said than done. I mean, to get Theo Epstein or – there's some names as we get closer that we can discuss that probably don't need to be discussed as of yet that I think would be intriguing that I've thought about, to be honest with you. But I don't know. Uh, Is it going to be the job that everyone's going to be coming, coming for or are they going to have to go twist some arms to get someone to take the job? we need to actually have a positive note here and something yes, positive
1: as Charlie pointed out. And we know that Maria went and got interviewed today for a Padres job. So it today or yesterday, maybe yesterday. Um, but hopefully she gets it and everybody in the chat, send uh, your best wishes to
0: her. I believe, in Maria, um, we are rooting for you. And I want to say, because I, I was talking to her um, last time we were at Fair Play, I think she was applying for president of baseball operations and general manager.
1: So Maria would be the next
0: GM of GM. this team? Yeah, um, so it's a pretty it's I, a
1: big job. I am personally rooting for that because then we would have the, the inside info for everything. Yes. And um,
0: we'd be privy to a lot of stuff that most people aren't. So it's down to, like, Maria and, like, Theo Epstein, maybe a couple of other candidates. Maybe they're going to bring in, but it's nice to see Maria on that final short list. Right, Maria. Maria good luck, or Theo. Fingers crossed, Maria. We're thinking Go about work. you. Going Maria. Maria. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you're here, please support our partners, including Underdog Fantasy. It's been a long night. Um, make sure to join this contest going on right now. The seventh inning stretch. Here's the deal. You draft, they set your lineup every week, and then take care of everything else. There's no waivers. There are no trades. It is $7 to enter. You can win part of $150,000 in total prizes, including 30000 for first place. Sign up from now through July 14th at Underdog Fantasy or on the Underdog Fantasy app. If you use promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code Pods PODSWRAP and you will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Here's the website, underdogfancy.com. Easy to sign up. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-E-P. You will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. You can play Daily Pick'ems as well. We've been doing it all year long. It's so easy to win. Daily Pick'ems going on right now. Daily Drafts going on right now. Underdog Fantasy are on the Underdog Fantasy app. I mean, what else? I, I don't know, man. This is
1: bad. This is bad. It's not good. We're going to do the same shit tomorrow. No, no. Blake Snell tomorrow. Wind day. Yeah, he's going to go out there and pitch like six innings with 18 strikeouts.
0: Uh, Meanwhile, the guy's facing Mitch Keller. is like the greatest pitcher in baseball. He's their best pitcher. Yeah, he is. He is. That will not be easy. I remember Snell a couple years ago, his first season with the Padres, like his second start in Pittsburgh. Oh, my gosh. It was awful. That's when he called out whomever it was. Was it Luis Camposano, or who was it?
1: <laughs> yeah, he threw him right under the bus.
0: Yeah, it wasn't good. But Snell has really pitched it well. When you need someone, I mean, they, they really need this. Is it Snell, then who? Snell Musgrove. I mean, if you're ever asking for Snell to be the way he's pitched and Musgrove to be the pitcher, he's been with the Padres. I mean, these are important starts. Musgrove against the former team. Snell, just they're just important. I mean, honestly, they are. You can't go out and, and lose this series You just can't. And you you got Blake Snell and Joe Musgrove against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Win two games and you just, you win this series. You know, it's better than
1: the alternative because you got to win this series because you're going to Cincinnati and they are fucking red hot. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be 40,000 people at Great America Ballpark or whatever it's called now. Yeah, it might still be called that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So this is not going to be an easy road trip. Not after losing the first game. You're right. No, it's not. Uh, J.D. Gasher, thank you for your super. He says, uh, LSU fans took almost 70,000 jello shots at Omaha during the College World Series. I saw that. How long would it take Padres fans to match that with how frustrating the season's been? One night. You could probably do it tonight. I mean, not me or you. Yeah, but it, was like a, it, had, it had to be like a Saturday night, though. 70,000? Yeah, probably. Did you gave everybody that came out of the ballpark a jello shot to take? And this is a great point from Rocket. Thank you, Rocket. Snell quality start with zero run support. You know the vibes. He's, they're very good at that. You
1: yeah. will go six innings with one run, 10 strikeouts, and they'll be down one nothing.
0: No, I think tomorrow they're going to. I I just. you What did you say today? And I had to talk you off that.
1: I thought they're going to beat the shit yeah, out dude, of
0: that. I'm like, why, why would you think that? You've been watching. What have they shown know, you? I don't I don't know, bro. <laughs> and now you're like, I think they're gonna win tomorrow. And I think that I think they should. I think Blake if if you get the pitching, here's the thing that they didn't get today. And again, I don't understand not pitching Blake down in four days' rest, but the thing yeah. they didn't get, they didn't give themselves a chance because Reese is going two innings line, five runs. So it's hard to win a game like that. Like if you can get consistent starting pitching and if you can get Michael Waka back, then let's see. You know you that Darcy didn't even make the trip. He didn't make the trip because he's sick, but he's supposed to join him
1: in Cincinnati. I know, but as, I mean, there was a thought today that maybe Darvish could like
0: pitch tomorrow, or like you know, right. what I mean, why not? If yeah, no. exactly, it's a good point. But yeah. I didn't know he didn't make the trip. Yeah, he didn't make the trip. Uh, Vector, thank you. He says uh, Manfred Montfort's criticism seems valid right now. Sadly, no doubt, Dick Montfort is smoking a cigar somewhere. He's like, I was right I mean, all along. No, of course, the Rockies are even worse, but you know i mean maybe some of the criticism was was legitimate you know um ruben doesn't have time <laughs> I, don't, I don't have time either i don't have time um all right guys we will um catch you on the radio tomorrow three o'clock join us we'll get you ready um as the padres put the pirates right after four o'clock pacific and then join us tomorrow night 9 30 um we'll break down game two um it can always get worse, but hopefully not tomorrow, not with Blake Snell, and hopefully not the day after with Joe Musgrove because it is it is now or never, let's be honest. It is now or never for the Padres as we are a month out from the trade deadline and the Padres are playing as poorly as they've played all year. Five games under, seven and a half games out of a playoff spot. We always have time for you. If you're here, please subscribe. You're on Padres content. We really do appreciate the subscriptions. I think we're pushing for 4900 uh subscribers overall coming into tonight let me just quickly check on that because i'm gonna ask for your support by clicking that subscribe button we're three away jim three away so if on, you're here, here's the deal if you're here please subscribe we can see it in real time we really do appreciate that we are here for padres fans year round in season out of season when news breaks we're here for you so we do appreciate your support by subscribing, smash the like button for us as well. We appreciate that. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. Um, appreciate your support of our partners, Mark Nimitz and Farmers Insurance, our title sponsor. When you have insurance needs, click that link in the description down below. Mark will save you money. He's a huge supporter of this channel and a huge supporter of Padre's fans. Uh Aura, or Again, click the link in the description down below. They have plant-based nutritional products if you're looking to get healthier. Do it with Aura, underdogfancy.com. Use promo code P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P and get a 100% deposit match up to $100. And again, our friends over at FOCO, if you are looking for Padres merchandise, click the link in the description down below or the link that's pinned in the chat right now. If you want those overalls, I know you want them, Jim. Use promo code WRAPUPSHOW10, WRAPUPSHOW10 in all caps. You'll get 10% off your order. All right, we're two away from $4,900. I trust you guys. Get us to 4,900. We'll see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock, then tomorrow game on The Wrap-Up Show. For Jim, I'm John. We'll see you tomorrow night. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.